Superfund Research Program Center scientists developed a new platform known as the spheroid chip analysis method to rapidly test for DNA damage in three-dimensional or 3D cell models. Development was led by Bevan Engelward, SCD, at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. DNA damage can increase risk of cancer and disease development. Scientists often study DNA damage and repair using cell cultures, and they are now using more physiologically relevant 3D cell culture models, or spheroids. However, standard techniques for spheroid formation are technically challenging with relatively low yield. The new tool uses liver cell spheroids to measure DNA damage in toxicity studies. Because the 3D aggregate structure allows cells to interact with each other, it more closely mimics a natural environment than testing with single cells. The new platform improves spheroid production. It is low cost, does not require specialized equipment, and can be assembled using basic tissue culture supplies. Existing spheroid culture platforms create a non-adhesive environment that drives liver cells to aggregate into a spheroid. With these methods, only one spheroid can be cultured in each well. The research team developed a new technique using agarose, a non-toxic material suitable for cell growth that provides a low attachment environment and drives cell aggregation. The researchers loaded human liver cancer cells, known as HEP-G2 cells, into 50 micrometer wide wells made of agarose. These microwells fit into the bottom of a standard well and a 96 well plate. They found that by using agarose to culture the cells, the HEP-G2 cells formed dozens of spheroids within each well in one to two days. They demonstrated that their system can analyze DNA damage levels, a novel application for spheroids. The approach leverages the comet chip assay to assess DNA damage directly in the agarose platform. The research team previously developed the comet chip assay an adaptation of the standard laboratory comet assay method that detects DNA strand breaks, but with higher capacity and better reproducibility. The assay involves electrophoresis, or the movement of DNA under electric current through the agarose. When DNA is intact, it remains supercoiled and does not migrate significantly through the agarose during electrophoresis. In the presence of DNA damage, DNA is looser, which enables fragmented DNA to move through the agarose, producing a comet shape. Most of the DNA stays in place, which is the head of the comet, and the DNA that pulls away appears as a tail. The amount of DNA in the tail is proportional to the level of DNA strand breaks, which can be quantified through laboratory techniques and image analysis. Intact HEP-G2 spheroids cultured in microwells can be electrophoresed to reveal the extent of DNA damage following exposure to inflammatory chemicals such as hydrogen peroxide. With this spheroid chip analysis method, the researchers detected a dose-dependent increase in DNA damage and observed rapid repair of hydrogen peroxide-induced DNA damage. One drawback of the traditional comet assay is that it requires single cells. As a result, cultured cells are broken up prior to being embedded in agarose and tested. Because DNA repair can be very rapid, significant DNA repair takes place during sample handling. In the case of hydrogen peroxide-induced DNA damage, repair is mostly complete by the time the samples are ready for comet analysis. Using the spheroid chip method, researchers can perform chemical exposures and the comet assay directly on the agarose chip with intact spheroids. This provides a distinct advantage for studying chemical exposures that lead to DNA damage that can then be rapidly repaired, including DNA damage created by inflammatory chemicals, as well as certain chemical contaminants present at Superfund sites. Using the agarose microarray, the researchers were also able to condense what had previously required an entire 96-well plate into a single well, enabling new analysis techniques that were too cumbersome or impossible under conditions of a single spheroid per well. 
If you'd like to learn more about this research, visit the Superfund Research Program website at nihs.nih.gov SRP. From there, click on the research brief title under the banner and refer to the additional information listed under the research brief. If you have any questions or comments about this month's podcast, send an email to srpinfo at nihs.nih.gov. Join us next month as we discuss more exciting research and technology developments from the Superfund Research Program.